Okay, episode 17, first show of 2024. Uh, got back from Oahu, which I will talk about, I'm sure, later. Um, man, so much going on. This is going to be, I think, a really cool year, uh, if the world doesn't end. So fingers crossed on that, I guess. Uh, so making good progress on the fleet. I've got the Galaxy over at Ultra Truckworks now. Uh, finally getting the Hotchkiss TVS system installed. Uh, folks probably remember I ordered that and received it quite some time ago. And much to my family's dismay, it's been living in my uh, like entryway of the house. I uh, just didn't have room to put all of it in the garage. So that's finally out of the house and going on the car, which I'm super excited about. And uh, when I had the first Hotchkiss TVS system installed on my convertible by my, my buddy Derek, I didn't really get to see it uh, because it was, you know, I, I didn't want to take anything out of the box because I didn't want to lose any of the bits and I was dropping it off with Derek. And so I, I mean, I, I got to see it on a lift but I didn't really get to see the parts. So uh, having it over at Ultra, it's the first time where I'm actually seeing the parts, you know, like coming out of the box and like seeing the upper A-arms and lower I-beams, uh, you know, side by side with the stock Ford stuff that, uh, you know, was still on there has been, it's, it's incredible. Like Hotchkiss, they've been around forever. Uh, they don't play like the quality of the welds and the coating and just like how hardcore and robust that lower I-beam is like, holy shit, it is, it's really cool. I cannot wait to really put some miles on the hardtop, uh, which is why I'm doing this. Uh, so that's in the works, uh, waiting on some airbags. Apparently the style airbag that I've been using on the front of the Galaxy is uh, an airbag that they they don't make that often, or they, they do in limited runs. So uh, it's kind of holding things up. Uh, and of course, I was like, well, let's, let's order an extra or two just in case, because if they're hard to get now, if I have a failure, they're going to be real hard to get. So, so that's coming. And of course, I'll, I'll be posting pictures as I get closer on that. Uh, making really good progress on uh, Rick uh, Pettibone's Sonomare, the mini truck that I picked up. Um, man, I am so happy, and I, I can't believe it's mine. And but to have a mini truck back in my life, like holy shit! I didn't. I guess I didn't realize like how much I just love driving a mini truck. I don't know why it's so different than everything else, uh, but. It, I don't know, for it, to me at least it is. Uh, and then I, if you see my recent posts, I was able to uh, get a set of rollers. Well, the guys at Ultra Truck Works were able to hook up a set of rolling, uh, you know, stock S10 wheels to swap onto it. Uh, and so I could get the Boyds off and get the tires off. And I dropped those off at Sherm's, getting those things polished within an inch of their lives. And then uh, because I posted that, a guy that used to work at Ultra Truck Works, uh, Eric, hit me up, and you know we shared, you know, reminisced about Rick's truck, and uh, he let me know that he, uh, when he was working there, he was also building uh, a red S10 Extreme, 
and I guess him and Rick ordered their Boyds at the same time, and they did some of the same mods. And when he left Ultra, he had a box of like uh, a couple like billet and aluminum like under hood trim pieces and uh, a, a couple extra set of the OG Boyd Coddington wheel centers. Uh, I guess Rick had had uh, when he ordered his Boyds originally, uh, Boyds all come with a branded center cap and he had the old school where it's like the name Boyd like cut into the center cap and those were gone he had a uh like blank ones machined i guess i didn't know boyd did that but they he had uh i don't know if he requested that boyd make them or if he had them made uh, eric wasn't like real sure or clear but um uh, so i've got a whole box full of like replacement boyd center caps and uh, with the logo and without so that's really cool uh pick those up the other day and when i get the the wheels back from polish uh we'll put tires on them and then we'll put those center caps back on and once the uh, paint work is done you know they'll they'll go on fresh so I, I cannot wait for that uh still haven't found a body shop yet i'm hoping to make some progress on that this weekend but we'll see and um so yeah that's the s15 uh, oh, also got a bunch of suspension components in like replacement bushings and shocks. Um, so those will be going on the Sonoma as well. So that's that's pretty cool. Uh, I don't know if I'm actually going. I I really wanted to, but I don't know if I'm actually going to make the uh, Sacramento Autorama with the Sonoma this year. And that if I don't, that sucks. But on the other hand, you know, that gives me until next year and. If the world doesn't end, then it'll be really, really cool, and I'll get to show it all dialed in. Cause I, I'm, I, I'm really getting. Once the paintwork is done, uh, and I only need to have the hood reshot, and then there's some like touch up around the truck, um, and the bed cap. Uh, I guess the the guy that I bought it from, and uh, and Rick was doing it too. So not, I don't want to like throw anybody under the bus. Uh, was stacking like boxes of shit on the uh, the fiberglass bed cover, and so there's there's some like nicks and stuff in that um, that I want to make sure we get like you know sanded out and body worked and, and reshot before it gets re-pinstriped. Uh, but man, I'm really making good progress on it, and big thanks to the guys at Ultra Truck Works. There's as always such a huge help. Uh, I couldn't make the progress that I make without them. Uh, Bill and Joe and all the guys over there are always amazing. And if you have any truck stuff that you need done in the Elk Grove area, I mean, Ultra Truck Works is definitely the spot you should hit up first. So that's that. Uh, Truck Verde, um, I've had back for a while. Uh, it's got a new torque converter in it. Um, I think we're probably end up putting another different torque converter in it i don't think it's quite right yet but i feel like we're getting closer so that's something um there's a few other like little things but um having the guys at ultra truck works have her as well right now because there's some shows coming up and i'm going to be driving and so i want to make sure she's ready to go and the galaxy won't be ready i don't think uh, 
and I don't want to drive the Sonoma without the Boyds because the stock Sono the stock S10 wheels make me sad. <laughs> Man, that's funny. Like you know, you you know wheels make the difference, but like when you've got a vehicle that's got a cool set of wheels on it, and then you swap stockies back on it, like it oh gets you right in the heart man it, it hurts <laughs> it's oh man it it's not easy looking at her with those wheels on uh which really makes me want to uh pick up another set just in case but anyway so that's a state of the fleet uh as the the first first podcast uh of the year rolls out um so I don't know. I'm pretty stoked. I think I'm, I'm making good progress, and I think this is shaping up to be a pretty cool year. And hopefully at the end of the month, I'll be driving down to SoCal for the uh, Southern California Moon Eye Show. So fingers crossed. All right. So <clears throat> I don't know if I'll mention it uh, when I talk about my Oahu trip, um, but I did want to, like address it because it was like kind of a big deal and lots of folks reached out and I really appreciated it. Um, also kind of like a, Hey guys, take this shit seriously type thing. So, uh, while I was in Oahu, uh, if you follow me on Facebook or Instagram, you probably saw the post. Uh, I guess I was somehow part of a data leak and I didn't see the notification because I was doing vacation stuff and uh, I temporarily temporarily lost access to a couple of my email accounts and the uh, my Facebook and Instagram. So I was in a panic. Uh, spent hours and hours, um, Facebook or Meta, however you want to say it, they don't have like customer service really per se. Um, I know that they... Um, I've heard other folks with like much larger podcasts talk about like there's, they get like a special number, I guess, when you get to a certain level, I'm just not at that level. Like I'm not that cool. And so after hours of like struggling and trying to figure out like the, the right Kung Fu to like, you know, what to get possession of first, uh, which turns out the, the, uh, email, <laughs> get possessions of your, e get, Recover possession of your emails first. Uh, once you have your emails, then you can like move on to the other shit. But um, for the most part, I was able to recover access to uh, my Facebook and Instagram and, and stuff like that. So a really big thanks to uh, all the folks that reached out that were trying to be helpful. And uh, screw you to all the people that tried to take advantage of me, like uh, posting like scams and like uh, people that I'd never seen comment on anything uh, that I posted before, like suddenly saying, hey, call this number or go to this address and these guys will help you out. Like, that sucks. Don't do that. Don't be a scammer. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, it's me. I'm back in charge. Uh, still the HMFIC. Uh, big thanks again. Uh, I really appreciated, like, uh, folks that, I do see commenting all the time and you know, those of you that, that really are, uh, supporters or like fans or whatever the, however you want to say it. Um, people that are interacting regularly, like showing love, I, I meant a lot. And I was just so worried 
that somebody was going to take it over and then like start spamming all of you guys and um, I don't know anyway so that sucked but uh, it was a terrible night and a terrible four or five hours why I had that like figured out but anyway I wanted to make sure I addressed it uh, since that's something that happened <laughs> and a bunch of folks had reached out and asked about it so there you go uh, still the HMFIC uh, you'll have to keep putting up with me until I guess you don't. <laughs> All right, so that was that. Moving on. So this is totally unrelated. Um, it's just like, you know, one of those like dumb things that happens to me and like, I'm getting older. There's no, there's no way for me to hide it. Like if you see me at a show, it'll be real obvious real fast because... <laughs> I'm the, I'll be limping like I've got arthritis in my hip and my knees fucked and like you know I'm getting older so <laughs> but it, it like hit me hard <laughs> so um you know I'm like sitting at the pool uh in Oahu uh you know kids are splashing around I've been splashing with them all day uh, you know and I'm doing the full-on like hardcore tourist thing like I got my feet up, I'm on a recliner, um, you know, dripping pool water all over the place. Uh, a super nice lady brought me a Mai Tai, um, you know, sipping on that, and that's when it happened. Uh, <laughs> so I looked up, and uh, like Hawaii is like, it's, you know, it's Hawaii, it's a tourist destination, and it's like, it's real big, you know, with, you know, Americans that are, you know, well, Americans in general, but it's also really big with Japanese folks and the place we were staying at, tons of Japanese folks. Uh, and this old Japanese dude uh, came walking up and I, he just, I don't know why he caught my attention, but he did. Uh, probably because, you know, we're around a pool and everybody's wearing like swimsuits and stuff, but he was wearing like, uh, like cargo shorts uh, like long, like past the knee cargo shorts. And he had, uh, like the knee high, like white socks on and skate shoes, uh, or like a Japanese version of skate shoes. Like I, I didn't recognize a brand or anything, but they, they look like skate shoes. But here's the kicker. Dude was wearing like a, like a white, you know, just like a, a, a real heavy, obviously really nice white, like t-shirt. But he had this, like, cardigan on, like, a full-on, like, the suede, you know, elbow patch, like, like a, I don't know, man, like, I, I couldn't stop looking at this cardigan, and I realized, as I was, like, looking at this dude's, his, this dude's fit, I was like, oh, fuck, like, I kind of like that. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck, I'm hella old. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, I've achieved the age of where, like, cargo shorts and a cardigan is an acceptable outfit that I think looks comfortable and something that I would sport. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what came over me. I don't know what happened. It just, I was like, huh, I think I could probably pull that look off. And I just, I started laughing because it was, you know, it's like one of those intrusive thoughts that like, just like hits you like lightning and you're like, whoa, I did not know that about myself. <laughs> I 
I don't know that I'll actually follow through on the look. <laughs> um, but I don't know. It was weird. Oh, it was really weird. I did not see that coming. Um, I don't think I'm I'm in the market to uh, <laughs> completely change my style. Not that that would be a drastic style change for me. Really, just the addition of the the, the cardigan. I don't know if I have cargo shorts anymore, uh, but I'm sure they still sell them. I'm sure it wouldn't be that hard to find. But anyway, I just thought it was funny. It's weird, like how as you get older things that aren't cool become cool and like things that you would not consider uh or have even been on your radar before start popping up on your radar and it was just a case of that so um unfortunately i was not alone in my intrusive thought and that i got totally busted i just started laughing at how weird it was that that had popped into my head and of course you know, my uh, family caught wind of it and had to explain why out of nowhere I just was laughing like an idiot. And then, of course, my children made fun of me mercilessly for the rest of the trip. So <laughs> what are you going to do? You know, you got to take the good with the bad. Uh, anyway, totally unrelated. Just a dumb thing that happened to me. All right, so I'm back from Oahu. Had a fantastic time, as you would expect. I mean, it's Hawaii. What's who, who doesn't love Hawaii, right? Um, had a great time while I was there. Um, mostly, well, not mostly, but uh, spent a lot, most as much time as I could, you know, doing like the swimming and all the the normal family stuff, uh, you know, because that's you know, vacation. Spend as much time with your family as you can. But as always, I do everything I can to uh, experience car culture wherever I go. And, you know, my time on Oahu was no different. I want to say uh, big thanks to the folks at the Tipsy Pig. Uh, they uh, threw a get-together at their, like, bar, restaurant, lounge spot. Uh, it was my first time being to that, that to their place. And we had a great time. Uh, my wife and I walked in. Uh, they had an initial D uh, arcade, like the big one where it's like two, uh, plus it had like the card reader where you can customize your car uh, in the video game at home and then like bring that card to play against folks, you know, at the arcade. Um, I remember reading about that, but I hadn't seen one before, so it was kind of cool seeing that. Uh, they had some claw machines with... You know, stuff, mostly like stuffies, like the stuff that you would expect to be in a claw machine. But they had like car stuff in there too, uh, like Lego sets and Hot Wheels. And I uh, <laughs> I ended up doing pretty well uh, uh, at the claw machine and I actually even won a Grand Theft Auto game out of it. So that was pretty cool. Uh, but my favorite part about the Tipsy Pig, other than, you know, the people and the food was that um, normally when you go into a bar or like, you know, a lounge and they have TVs up, it's like baseball or football or some ball sport nobody gives it, well, I don't give a shit about. But at the Tipsy Pig, it was all uh, like JDM show coverage or drifting. Um, and so that was, it was really, it was really cool. I really enjoyed it. And then, of course, uh, you know, guys, were, because it was a Toys for Tots run, uh, guys were showing up in some pretty heavy artillery. Uh, lots of Toyota Supras. Um, we ended up following a couple in uh, for, on the, like, just by chance. 
uh, on the freeway. And that was really cool. And I was surprised how many of the, the new generation Supra that we saw that were already customized. I mean, that's not a cheap ride. And to see so many with, you know, aftermarket body kits and wheels and, uh, you know, one, uh, one or two that even had like full wide body kits on them. Uh, super impressive. It was hard for me to take pictures because, you know, nighttime meet at a you know on the street with not a lot of lighting it wasn't the best and I had my I had this special light the the Larry Chen light uh rig that he came out with and and of course I, I thought it was charged and then I got there and the battery was dead so I couldn't even use it, it was so bummed but didn't stop for us from having a great time uh picked up a couple toys and and donated them you know while we were there and so that was cool uh, we then uh, ended up the next, well, couple days later, uh, went to Moon Eyes, which I always do when I'm on Oahu. And Tad's guy, he runs that shop. It's, and he's just salt of the earth, such a nice guy. And uh, you know, he had just got back from the Yokohama show. So he had a bunch of Japan and Yokohama show specific stuff. Uh, which was always kind of cool to nerd out on. And like I picked up a few things because, of course, I did. And uh, then we went to the uh, another toy run, uh, also, I think, in connection with the Tipsy Pig and the Vintage Toyota Club in Oahu. And so we got to see a bunch of really cool Toyota Corollas, which is just, you know, not something that we, at least I get to see very often. And they had a ton of them. Uh, which was really cool and some really neat wagons, which I shot. And uh, I, you, if you follow me, you've seen the images already. And I uh, was really stoked that some cars that had been at other spots, but I'd seen at night or going down the road and couldn't get good pictures of were at that show too. So I got to reshoot them, which was super cool and uh, talked with some of the owners and uh, actually I had my kids with me for that one. And like watching your kids enjoy something that you enjoy is it's really hard to explain, but it was it was like one of those like moments not to to get too <laughs> not to get too touchy feely or whatever. But I mean, it was it was really cool, uh, especially like explaining to the kids like to my kids, you know, the, what it's what the toy run was about and, you know, how they were collecting toys to donate to kids that don't have toys and then letting my kids put the toys in the back of the the shop truck or restaurant truck, I guess, for the Tipsy Pig. The owner uh, was the one that was doing all the collecting, and so all the toys went in the back of her truck. You know, and so, like, watching them see, you know, car folks pull up and donate, and, like, it's Hawaii, so, like, car car folks are generally pretty kind and nice, but, you know, like, Hawaiians like they take that aloha seriously like they they really uh, I don't know they have a way you know famously uh, about them and it was really cool to to see my kids experience that you know to 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 feel the love of so many people coming together for a good cause and to be part of donating and to watch like the new donations you know like just fill and fill and fill the truck um it was it was really special so 
had a fantastic time. Big thanks to the folks at Tipsy Pig uh, for, for doing that. They did a hell of a job. And if you find yourself on Oahu um, and don't hit up the, uh, the Tipsy Pig or Moon Eyes, you, you definitely missed out. Um, I also got really lucky in that Hot Import Nights was throwing a show uh, while we were there. So I got to attend that. And I don't... Man, I really debated over whether or not uh, I was going to bring this up or like how I would bring it up. So I'm definitely, I'm not posting any pictures. Uh, I posted pictures of the show. The show was great. The people at the show were great. Don't get me wrong. Uh, hot, I, I, they, hot Import Nights, uh, they throw shows all over. And this was my first time attending one. And everybody I met that was working for the show was great. So I want to say that like right up front. They were awesome. Uh, the security was awesome. The folks, uh, there was some guys there that had flown in. Um, I get, I don't know if they were employed by Hot Import Nights if, or if they were volunteers. Um, but I talked to some folks that had flown in from different parts of the mainland to help put on the show. And everybody I interacted with was great. Um, they ended up giving me a press pass and like let me into the show early so I could shoot uh, before the crowds got there, which was great. And I got to do like see some of the move in, which is always fun. But as I was walking through the show, um, I came across something that it's it's kind of hard to talk about without sounding like an asshole. So I'm going to do my best. I'll probably fail. So <laughs> forgive me. Uh, I mean, I don't. I'm, I'm absolutely not going to mention names. I'm not going to post pictures like throwing the dude under the bus. But um, you know how you go to a car show sometimes and you like you want to shoot a car or you see a car that you really like. You want to get a picture of it, but you can't, you know, because, you know, there's like a pole in the way or, you know, some car shows put those like stands up with like the string and like sometimes that just hits at the right or a wrong spot so it just ruins the ability to take a picture like that shit happens and you know what are you gonna do it just it is what it is um i don't think i'm not complaining about that that i mean everybody's been there uh or sometimes you'll go to a car show and um you'll see where they have like a plaque and it kind of like shows the name of the car and some of them are really cool. I've always wanted one. I really think that they're awesome, but sometimes guys will put the plaque like in front of the car so that it blocks the car. So you can't get a good shot of the car. And I, that I never understood. Um, I mean, I get that they're proud of the plaque, but the plaque is to explain the car and we're there to see the car. I mean, have the plaque. Absolutely. But you know, Put it back, you know, get it out of the picture, you know, so that if so people get a good picture of the car and then they can take a shot of the plaque. Um, that's always kind of been like a little pet peeve of mine. Um, also, like sometimes you'll uh, especially for some reason, like like old dudes and low riders. I don't know why they do this, but they do like the crying kid like that. I don't get the doll thing like it's like. I don't know who made that popular or why that's popular, what it's supposed to represent. I hate them. I, I, I just don't, I do not get it. Um, if, if somebody that, somebody that was like in my group showed up with one and tried to put one on my car, like I could not throw it away fast enough. 
Uh, and anything I see, anytime I see a car with one of those on it, like I'm not shooting that car. I just won't. I, I just, I don't know why it's just one of those things. Um, but I kind of mentioned before, you know, when you're on Oahu, like Hawaiian folks are, you know, they're, they're famously like, like Canadians. They're like Canadians with better weather. They're so fucking nice. I mean, they can't be nice enough. Obviously, like, that's a stereotype. Um, there's jerks in every bunch, and I'm getting to that. Um, but by and large, anytime I've, I've been to, been lucky enough to go to Oahu uh, a bunch of times, uh, I've been to Maui, I've been to Kauai, my interactions with folks on, like, island folks that, you know, that are from there or live there have almost always been positive. Uh, but so imagine my surprise, uh, walking through hot import nights where, um, I was kind of looking for this car specifically. So, uh, when I was entering the show and I was talking with the folks that worked at hot import nights, uh, they, you know, were talking about how there was this guy that had showed up and I guess he shows up at all of their shows that are on the Island and he's got a, a pretty heavily modified car. I don't want to get into it too much because, you know, folks will figure out who I'm talking about. Um, but I guess like he was, it was a car that I was told to look for. So, you know, I'm walking through the show and I'm kind of, you know, trying to figure out which car is the one I'm supposed to be looking for. And then I see it. And so I go over to it and it was impossible. It was, it was literally impossible to take a picture of this the like all the vehicle apparently it was like a group of dudes and they had the way that they had their cars set up it was like the car and um you know the car was like it was one of those cars where the guy just had like if there wasn't if there was a thing that could be bought for this car he got two and both of them were installed like everything was on it and and that's cool like whatever i'm not talking shit about the car honestly i really couldn't see it uh because he had even though the show was indoors he had those um you know those pop-up sun tent things um he had he had one of those set up over the car um so and then there was the the you know, this, the little pole with a line around it to keep people from walking up to the car. He had that in front of the car. And then he had banners. Uh, like, uh, if you, you see those, like, um, I guess, I guess they're like a takeoff of the old Shogun or like Samurai. It's like the, the flag that goes off the back of the Samurai. And you see that a lot in like JDM culture where it's like the flag banner. Um, he had, I don't know how many of those. Um, and he had like Christmas lights hanging down from the tent. And then, I mean, it, it had so much shit going on that you couldn't see the fucking car. And then it wasn't just his car set up like that. There was like two other cars next to it, which I, I absolutely would have shot. I absolutely would have spent time, you know, with them. Uh, and I, I probably would have posted them up on you know all of my my stuff and not that that's a big deal you know i i don't think i'm a big deal i'm definitely not a great photographer but if the point of showing up at hot import nights inside anyway is to show off your car it's bizarre to me this trend i'm noticing where people just like 
for some reason they don't think the car is enough and they just want to pile shit around the car and on top of the car and, and it, at least with, with this guy I think the what what kind of was like the the straw that that broke the camel's back with me anyway was I was uh I was really doing my damnedest to line up cuz um you know, there's so many folks talking about this guy's car that I felt like I I had to I wanted to do the best I could to get a good shot of it. You know, I wanted it to be represented. I wanted to to be able to post about it and be like, you know, hey, this is the car that was favored to win and, you know, whatever and, you know, talk talk about it if it did win. And like as I was I finally found an angle that was serviceable where I could get the car kind of. I mean, it was such a so much stuff like it it was it was a it was really a challenge. And just as I'm like lining up the shot, the dude walks over and he grabs the flag and like snaps it tight, like directly in front of me. And I looked up at him and like it was obvious, like I don't I don't know what I did to offend the guy, but he was obviously doing it to block the shot. And I was like, alright, I you know, there's an asshole everywhere you go. I mean it's unavoidable. Uh, the whole like bad apple and every bunch argument, I guess. But, uh, I know I spent a lot of time talking about it. Um, it's not, that's not the first time I've seen that, uh, you know, where people piling stuff in front of their cars. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. It'd be interesting to hear what you guys think about it, but it kind of, I don't understand it. And, uh, if the goal is to get your car into coverage, if the goal is to like have your car seen, like, I don't know why you would go out of your way to make it harder to see the car. So that was kind of weird. Um, but, and it, and it certainly didn't ruin the rest of the hot import night show. Um, I got to see some really cool VIP builds, uh, got to see some, uh, you know, cars that I had wanted to reshoot. Um, but didn't show up at, you know, other events or that I didn't get to see driving around like the wide body Supra. Um, I think the, I can't remember if I reshot the skyline there. I think I did that. I'm not skyline, the GTR. Um, there was a couple GTRs there, which are always cool to see. Cause I, I, even though they're now legal, like I still, I have not seen very many of them and I don't get tired of seeing them anyway. Uh, Mark IV Supra, Honda S 2000s, um, but there was also like some cool JDM stuff, um, like a Civic Wagon. Uh, I'd never seen one of those before, um, so it was really cool to to shoot that. And it had a, a body kit that was put on it in Japan before the guy had purchased it and like imported it here. So, or at least that's what this you know the guy told me. So it was really really cool to to see that as well. So most of the stuff I shot uh, while I was over there was uh, JDM stuff but I, I did get to, to hook up with uh, 808 gassers while I was there uh, met him a couple times uh, or when I was on Oahu previously but I didn't get to see his gasser Nova and I got to finally see it and shoot it uh, this time he rolled in um, with the classic Toyota guys uh, so that was really cool too but Oahu is a fantastic time. They have a really great car culture, um, uh, lots of JDM stuff, and uh, you know the, if you're into the the hypercars or like sports cars, like Velocity Motors, uh, I got to check them out. They're always 
cool to check out. They've always got something neat on the showroom floor. And just like their showroom floor is really impressive because it's a it's a big car dealership, but it's spread out between a couple like high rise buildings and they're uh, they have a order section for people that want to order a Lambo and then they have a separate order section for people that want to order Ferrari. So um, seeing that was really neat. You know, they have all the different like leather hides and they have the different like upholstery styles and, and stuff like that on display. So that was cool. Uh, definitely worth checking out if you haven't seen something like that before. Um, man, yeah, it was, a, it was a great trip. Uh, and I, I'm really stoked that I got to see the uh, car culture that I did. Um, unfortunately, I guess most of the American stuff was sleeping, uh, so I didn't get to see too much of that. Hopefully, I'll, I'll hook up with them uh, with some of those guys next time. And I guess there was a couple mini truck events that were coming up, uh, so I didn't I didn't get to see those. Uh, and I didn't see I saw a bunch of mini trucks like daily driver stuff running around, and I posted a bunch of that, but I didn't get to see uh, didn't get to see too many like at the shows we were at. So. Hopefully next time I'll get to, to deep dive more into like Oahu's mini truck culture when I'm there. So yeah, that was Oahu. Uh, got to eat at my favorite restaurant, Uncle Bo's, a couple times. Uh, we hit up his uh, Haleiwa. I know I'm going to say it wrong, so I'm sorry, Hawaiian folks. But the Haleiwa location, which is like more of like a family spot, we got to hit up his original location, which is kind of like a, a bar, um, like before and after type spot he's got a another restaurant i hadn't been to before it was like a kind of they they call appetizer poopoos over there so they call it's like a poopoo or appetizer spot um which you know fantastic anything that uncle bose does is fantastic and i found out he has a a steakhouse um that i don't know if it's his or if it's like a partnership type thing um but we just didn't just didn't have time to to make it part of the trip so we'll definitely be hitting that up next time and i didn't get to drink with uncle bo this time so that kind of sucked but you know hopefully next time we'll just have to have a few extra shots so anyway that was oahu and uh i can't wait to get back All right, so that was episode 17, my first podcast of 2024. I'm going to try and get uh, one, at least one out a month minimum. Uh, if I can do more, then I, I, I will, and that is certainly going to be what I'm shooting for. I'm going to do this um, a little like backwards. Uh, I was going to include a section on like uh, resolutions, uh, but... I think I'm going to hold off uh, and try and get that in um, towards the end of this month. So maybe this will be my, the first month I, I, I can accomplish two in one shot. But we'll see. Fingers crossed. Right now I'm scrambling to get things ready for a trip down to Southern California again for the uh, Moon Eyes SoCal show. I've never been to this show. I've seen tons of the coverage. It looks like an amazing show. Um, I'm sure anything that the Moon Eyes guys are doing is, is going to be fun. So I'd really hope to have the Galaxy ready. Uh, still waiting on that bag. Um, what are you going to do? Uh, so <laughs> uh, I didn't think the Galaxy is going to make it. Uh, the uh, wheels are still at Sherm's uh, waiting on polish. So that is... 
the S15 down uh, may end up just taking the Truckee Verde, but we'll see. Uh, like I said, fingers crossed, trying to get things dialed in for that. So maybe that will be uh, either the next podcast or the uh, first or part of the first podcast of next month. But anyway, thank you so much for sticking with me. If you have all this way uh, through my ramblings and bullshit and uh, as always, uh, like, follow, subscribe, all that stuff. Uh, the Lowered on Facebook is the main page, the Lowered HMFIC. I post mostly just original content, although I'm having some issues with things sliding by uh, on that. Um, and uh, the Lowered.com uh, is my uh, homepage, uh, my standalone webpage, but uh, which I don't get to update as much as I would like because I'm a one-man show. But anyway, thank you guys so much. Um, Happy New Year to all of you, and hopefully you guys are had a good one, and this will be a, a better year for all of us. Fingers crossed.